Capcom presents. That day forth, my arm changed, and a voice echoed. Power. Give me more power. They accept all my imperfections. Sorry for the disconnection, but here's all the missing sections. You know, Mega Brand came equipped with weapons. I don't mean Smith and Wesson's, but the gun smoke will choke ya. We do it for the culture. Lights of the round controllers up in holsters. It's a beautiful world. I'm smelling everything. Take flight and soar on legendary wings. No swagger from Mike Hagger. Wrestler turned mega, turned teacher, turned rapper with mad gear. Leveled up from last year. Trust me, it's dynamite from the third strike to final fight. So I'm gonna stay locked in Since 83, way past 2010 You never heard of this live ass The Capcom Unity Podcast So I'm gonna stay locked in Since 83, past 2K10 You never heard of this live ass The Capcom Unity Podcast this is episode 25 of the Capcom Unity official podcast. I am your host, Grega K-Man, and I'm joined once again by... Yuri. And Bert E. Brett. That was your what? Gregory K-Man. Yeah. Man, what is that bad. from? Where's the K-Man? I, I don't know. It felt right. You okay. know how people have middle initials? It's like... Well, I do. It's L. It was a satire of that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're back once again. Finally sticking it to those middle name, <laughs> those pro middle name dorks. This is the worst intro we've done yet, and I, I apologize for I, I don't think that's true. Oh, which Let us know in the comments. Man. What was our worst intro so far? <laughs> yeah. We're 25 episodes in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. A quarter of a... Hundred. That's a... Yes. A quarter. Just that's started all. in 2012, so... <laughs> yeah. But we were only 10 episodes in then. Yeah. And in 2013, I think we had zero. No, we did one. We did precisely. Oh yeah, one. we had and Peter and I think Dennis was on there. And Chris yeah. was in. That was a good time. It was like December of 2013, and then we didn't come back again until whatever. Despite how it may sound, it's actually been a big news week. Big two <laughs> new we- two weeks of news for us. Um, so why don't we move on with it and talk about some of that? First of all, Resident Evil Revelations Two is finally out in its entirety you can buy all four episodes plus the two bonus episodes or uh you can buy you can buy a disc version now if you're uh into the whole physical thing you know holding on to the material world uh that's there as a as an option and that comes with all of the content uh and even some content that was not available as part of the complete season is that right uh pretty much the only thing the disc doesn't really have per se is like there were some like uh, raid mode uh, gun DLC things you could buy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. There's like a few of those. Um, those aren't part of that, but it has all the episodes, the bonus episodes, Wesker mm. and Hunk for raid, um, the throwback map pack, <laughs> and the uh, extra costumes Ooh. like Ra- Rodeo Claire and uh, Barry Commandant. Oh, good. Also, so, it also uh, does not include the satisfaction of being part of the conversation as the episodes were released weekly. Well, elitist Yuri over here. <laughs> my, oh, with his broad you would not. conversation. <laughs> with his wants to converse. internet connection over here. <laughs> Why don't you start a podcast? <laughs> I, well, I actually wonder how many Yuri's topics. Yuri's high horse with <laughs> Yuri L. Arojo. Pillow well, talk correct. featuring well, Yuri. I, th- I don't think I ever heard you say it, but that's spot on. Oh. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Very good. 
A lot of people butcher my last name. We we tr- we try like to dance around your last Resident name Evil. here. Anyways, well, <laughs> it, I mean, I just went like, eh, it looks like Spanish. Yeah, then, uh, <laughs> but then it's like but the it, J becomes a whole sound. That's, that's, that's crucial. Huh. Uh, I have to remind people. I taught my copy of Tomodachi Life to say, uh, Araujo. <laughs> 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 it took a lot of weird spelling. Um, <laughs> anyway, well, uh, that was enough. a mistake. Close enough. But it, the point is, <laughs> uh, well... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how many podcasts out there decided to make a topic out of the week re- weekly releases, but not just mentioning that they came out like we did, but actually going into detail and speculating the next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I mean, it was definitely done in a lot of forums, and uh, yeah. a lot of press sites did similar things, so I, you know, I assume there's some friendly podcasts out there going, hey, what'd you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't checked out Raid Mode yet, guys, I highly recommend. I'm, I am addicted to Raid Mode. I've been going on many a raid. Yeah. And those daily challenges, uh, they, they level you up very quickly. Yeah. So daily mission is very important because, one, it does level you up very quickly, uh, and then there's there's two. There's one that's just like a flat. You can, you know, you can pick whoever you want. It doesn't matter. But you're going to get a lot of XP mm-hmm. um, and gold. And then there's the other one, which is tied to a specific character. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's it's good to do that one as well because you also get a, a blue life crystal back. Um, so if you used one to revive mid mission, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get one of those back. Oh, Brett, do we have an ETA yet for uh, the online uh, support for raid mode? Well, if you had read Capcom Unity, Greg, uh, we <laughs> I looked. <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, March 31st thereabouts. Okay. Uh, is when the online co-op for raid mode will kick in uh which will be followed not long after with uh the actual first events from resident evil.net um if you'd played revs one or re6 uh re.net had kind of weekly events sometimes multiple running at once uh, where Mm -hmm. you could get extra re points which you can spend on the site itself or you can Mm -hmm. unlock in-game content like you can actually sync your accounts now for revs two and transfer over some custom parts yeah, I've actually been doing that uh, because I have so many points uh, on the on the site's on-site currency stocked up. I've actually wow, been able to sort of quite a cluster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the site's on-site currency. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I was just like spamming the buy button and buying all these custom parts for my weapons. Did you only get bronze, or did you get up to silver or gold? Or? Uh, it was only bronze. Okay, but uh, it's still it's it's a cool feature, yeah, you know. And there's a mobile app you can use, which is nice. And there's more coming. Uh, a raid mode. Not quite done since uh, once once revs or once RENet gets going, um, that's kind of new life. Uh, yeah. An extra kick to have uh, these events going on and have more to do. And it's cool because you know it, the more Resident Evil games come out, the more value it has to you know sign up for the site and uh, you know follow it because it supports every Resident <laughs> Evil game in some capacity, and you get you know that on-site currency for. Registering your Make game. Make your favorite dioramas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and I would also point out the RE Recollections. Recollections, yeah. if you will. I see. Uh, it's like a, ti- a timeline that you can read up on what happens in each year. Uh, and people can comment on different articles. It's a pretty It's a pretty thorough site. So uh, they just added some Claire and uh, other Revs2 relevant character content to that. So mm-hmm. you can go there as well. Uh, I think it's usually linked to from Resident Evil.net. So. Right. Well, I just want to do the sword thing that I saw in that video from you yes. guys. Yes, uh, I was going to get to that, <laughs> but uh, we've started up our Capcom recap 
bi-weekly video series. This is a it's by my so, sci-fi con. It's a, a, <laughs> a Zomrom com. <laughs> uh, no, it's a, it's a bi-weekly series where we highlight cool video clips that uh, people, uh, you know, players have sent us, uh, along with some basic news beats, which we also do on the podcast, obviously. But it's more about highlighting, you know, cool stuff happening in our games. Uh, if you have a cool clip, uh, especially now that it's so easy to capture gameplay with the PS4 and Xbox One, uh, definitely send that to us. The email address is recap at capcom dot com. Can also uh, you can also just tweet at us with uh, two caps, two coms. Yes. Yep. Uh, you can tweet at us hashtag capcom recap uh, with your video link. Uh, just make sure you know you give us some kind of indication of you know what's what's the point of the video, what's remarkable about it, what moment are you trying to highlight. You know. Uh, yeah. We do that every two weeks. Yeah, we had highlighted initially some raid mode stuff, uh, s- transferring abilities. The cy- cipher yeah. has the sword, and you can move the sword around characters, and then right. use melee master to up the speed and mm-hmm. power, and you end up with like Moira or Jill or whoever. Really, mm-hmm. uh, crazy stuff with the sword. It's really fun. And uh, you know, if you have clips from other games, it's not limited to RE or even recent games. We're just looking for cool Capcom stuff. So if you if you played. If you did a playthrough of Willow on the NES and something crazy happened, send it our way. We'll definitely highlight <laughs> if that. For example, you were turned into a pig. We have incredible traction on Willow content, by the way. That arcade game is in a is in a couple of San Francisco bars. Um, really? It's it's Very a, nice. it's not a bad game. I've never played the arcade and one. And the arcade one is pretty cool. It is incredible it is that we made two different Willow games. <laughs> it's uh yeah, it looks great too. It's still quite pretty. Uh, another news, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate has taken over Six Flags Magic Mountain. Yuri, can you fill us in on that? So, as of uh, the 28th, uh, Saturday, tomorrow, um, or yesterday, if you're listening to this on Sunday, Correct. recurring joke from last week. Right. Or the that's week actually, co- that's like a month ago. If yeah. you're listening to this in 2016, mm-hmm. this is already passed and do not ask, right. do not look it up. Yeah. So, <laughs> at uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain in the Los Angeles area, uh, we have a huge uh, installation there with uh, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. We have uh, rethemed uh, the Goliath uh, roller coaster, which is, well, I think, one of their biggest or maybe the biggest one active it's right now. Sort of, I don't know if it's their flagship necessarily, but it is yeah. definitely prominent. Yeah. So... Uh, so it's it's now re- rethemed to look like a Gore Magala from you know Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, and there's like signs everywhere with um, sort of pseudo tips on you know the 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 monster itself. The uh, monsters do not have health bars. Yeah, <laughs> must be this tall to hunt. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's one. that's like uh, keep what is it? Keep your hands and swords inside the dragon at all times. Uh-huh. Inside it's like the dragon. Because you're riding the dragon, kind of. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he a so dragon, Yuri? Come on. Clipping through his He's body. He's uh, three question marks, according to <laughs> in-game description. <laughs> so. And after uh, the coaster, you get to carve it up. No. You take a piece. You home. go to the extreme zone and you buy a Yonkuku plushie. Oh my god, the extreme. <laughs> or actually, <laughs> is it called uh, the extreme zone? Wait, can I walk <laughs> in, or do I have to skateboard into the extreme? <laughs> zone? <laughs> it's a store, so. Okay. I don't know if they allow you to skateboard into the extreme zone. All right. Well, I oh. mean, I, they can't throw me out. Otherwise, it's not very extreme of them. Mm-hmm. That's 
That's right. Can I buy any extreme Ghostbusters or extreme dinosaurs merchandise? You can buy an extreme Monster Hunter lanyard. No, No, I actually don't know if the lanyard's there. (laughs) But (laughs) lanyard uh, to be determined. (laughs) But we do have uh, monster plushies. Yeah, uh, Young Kutku, Rathian, and actually the Gormagala. We we got that one. The Gore plushie's Uh, great. And uh, yeah, and and, uh, another assortment of items. But so if are you any of those available there? in the Capcom store, Yuri? Yes, shop.capcom.com. All right. There you Excellent. Go. Uh, the plugs, people. But this is but a cool opportunity to see one of our uh, IPs get, like, huge exposure. Yeah, man, Six Flags. It's not often. I mean, cause, like, it's funny because Monster Hunter used to be such a niche thing, and it's kind of finally hit its stride in the West. And, yeah. Uh, like, th- there was a day not too long ago where it would have been unthinkable to see something like this, I think, yeah. for Monster Hunter. Yeah. It's such a, so why it, are you not hunting, listener? You're missing out. What's your problem? Totally missing out. <laughs> uh, anyways, but... I will say, like, I, I've mentioned this before, but, like, I was... I'm, I'm sure even Greg can attest to the amount of crap I would give him <laughs> for playing Monster Hunter. <laughs> friendly crap. Friendly uh-huh. jibes. But, like, I... I Territorial Monster It was Kong. just that, th- you know, people were just turned off. It was like, you'd bring it up. I'd be like, oh, man, I was playing Monster Hunter Portable 3rd yesterday. And people were like, Yeah. Portable. <laughs> but, it, I don't know, Hunter. it was just like... It was just like it was just one of those series. Everybody has those brands in those series they just never really look into or think about. It's like I know plenty, plenty of Capcom games under my belt. Monster Hunter is just not one of them. No time, mm. don't care. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad y'all like it. Not my thing. And then yeah, completely converted, and it's one of my favorite games of all time at this point. So, yeah. And it's not just bread. It's like everyone we know. That's true. The whole <laughs> our whole. Like, what the hell happened? And now Greg is the the weirdo. Who now I'm the holdout. Where I'm like, eh, maybe tomorrow I'll hunt. <laughs> I just got you know I'm I'm I got the DMC fever yeah and raid mode raid actually DMC. is my big addiction right now and company shill Greg Moore <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing the exact same but thing. in addition <laughs> but in addition to the coaster uh, just look oh, out right. if you go there uh, the 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 whole thing is going to be there until uh, to like August mm-hmm. so nice you wow. have you have time to book tickets and hotel that's and the whole summer man yeah. So uh, there's there's a lot of fan service there. We we put together like a, a beat up caravan. You know, it, it looks like it was torn apart by the gore, and like there's a little abandoned uh, feline shop. So it has a bunch of items and oh, signs. Should have like brought in some feral cats. It's uh, to just roam the ground. Uh, <laughs> I yeah. like the idea. And oh, the immersion. But I also think of the steal your wallet legal stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to like. You know, take cats out of their homes. Just saying, yeah. give cats. them new homes. Homeless feral cats. Move those that have no homes. Yeah, uh-huh. maybe you know they can eat can- cotton candy and popcorn. I mean, All right? Okay. I like this Let's idea. This will definitely make the final cut of this podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what if it doesn't, Craig? I'll be upset. <laughs> I'll be held accountable. Uh, so, yeah. So the whole thing—it's just a Monster Hunter Four Ultimate experience. It's yep. not just the roller coasters, not the extreme zone sh- mm-hmm. store. It's <laughs> It's the whole thing. So, uh, yeah, be sure to check it out. But, again, uh, for the 28th and 29th of uh, March of 2015, uh, the Monster Hunter Caravan, the one that's been touring around uh, a bit, it's going to make a stop there. Mm-hmm. So uh, you get to you get an, another layer of this whole thing. You walk into the caravan. Again, mm-hmm. uh, Devil Joe Pickles, Moss Wine Jerky, a bunch of stuff you know right. lying around and yeah if you saw pictures of it like at PAX East very cool stuff yeah so if, if you're listening to this the day this podcast comes out you have a day yeah to get down run, to Magic Mountain run yeah 
Tell LA area, skills. make your make run, your don't walk. Sprint, don't run. Speed, don't go the speed limit. Uh, <laughs> mount, don't climb. Other news: Dead Rising Watchtower, the live-action flick, uh, is out today on Crackle. Uh, so, if you like Dead Rising or you like video game movies that get it, this is the day to watch. Uh, it's already been viewable for a short exclusivity window on Xbox One, but uh, yeah, you can pick it up or you can you can stream it on Crackle as of today. Uh, it includes Rob Riggle as Frank West. It's pretty much the perfect casting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, by all accounts, this is a movie that gets it. They, they're they all fans of the games. Uh, they they understand that game movies do not necessarily have the best history of being faithful to their source material, and they aim to change that. So uh, I definitely recommend checking this out. It may rain in a new era uh, in the same way that uh, comic book movies have arisen, yeah. I hope we'll see. I mean, obviously, it's not a super big, uh, like you know, triple A box office thing. It's just it's a it's a crackle film, but I I hope that this is a hint of more to come. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even to to the point of like Netflix, now they're doing their own shows, and the yeah. production values are just as high as mm-hmm. something you'd see. I don't, I, I don't want to say HBO because I don't watch HBO, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just... What's a, what's a TV? I don't what? even... Yeah. Uh, <sighs> and on a related note, Dead Rising 2 and Off the Record... Dead Rising 2 and Dead Rising 2 Off the Record, excuse me, uh, are now available as Steamworks games. Uh, previously, they were games for Windows Live titles. They have made the transition, which has been uh, hinted at and highly awaited for many months. If you have a retail copy or if you bought the game previously on Steam as a Games for Windows Live title, uh, you can make that transition for free. Um, Save data can be transferred, but the tool to do so is still uh, being... uh, Worked on. Worked on. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So that'll be a a bit of a wait. Unfortunately, DLC does not carry over, so if you want to continue using the DLC that you bought previously, you have to... Keep playing uh, as a Games for Windows Live title, or just rebuy it. Uh, we apologize. That's just a reality of these transitions. Uh, everything you just said mm-hmm. uh, is also the case for RE5 Gold. Mm-hmm. Now at this point, it launched uh, yesterday. Very nice. In March. Um, but yeah, same deal. Uh, but in this case, RE5 the gold content is new to PC. Yeah, uh, that had not actually, come to yeah. PC at all so before. Lost in Nightmares, Desperate Escape, both great. Especially Lost in Nightmares, love it a lot. Um, That's where you revisit the mansion. The mansion, sort of. Oh, um, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, you can get, you know, RE five vanilla. You can get RE five gold as a complete set, and you can also buy just the gold content if you already own RE five through Steam. Um, but all, all the other things you said about transitioning and the save tool or uh, or the Save data tool, all the same deal. Um, more to come, but it is now finally uh, on PC. Very good, and that brings us to the 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 main 
topic of today's podcast, uh, Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition, which is coming this summer to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and newly confirmed PC. Uh, we just did our first big info dump. If for some reason you missed it. Wow, I missed the PC thing. Oh, really? I didn't even know. Uh, <laughs> wow, well, that's news to me. Yes, that is, that is the thing. Uh, it will be coming to Steam, and wow. you right, can play then. it on your personal computer. On my computing device? On your... The one I have at home? Mac not supported. <laughs> uh, what about a Tandy? You can... <laughs> <laughs> a speak and spell. <laughs> frog. <laughs> anyway, so so the major... Wow. And I, I'm just looking at the blog post where we announced that news. We have 116 comments. That's probably a record for this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the main features, we have three new playable characters being added. That's uh, I can't stress enough how major that is, because in a game like this, the combat is pretty much everything. That, and these movesets, these, each character has this robust moveset, uh, not unlike a fighting game. So adding just one character would have been substantial. We've added three, uh, and they're, all, they're each distinct. This makes for... Uh, total roster of five characters playable hmm. uh and they're, they're each distinct and really fun to use i can't wait to show people more uh about how they work uh but to list them virgil who we had previously teased he's dante's twin brother he uses the iaijutsu sword fighting technique which is where you have your sword in its sheath all the time unless you're attacking you just like no uh unnecessary movements that kind of thing hmm. um and uh, he's based on the, you know, the the rendition of the character that was playable in Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition, but they've added some stuff. This is not just a straight-up port of that. They've actually rebuilt that from the ground up and incorporated uh, elements from the uh, Virgil that appeared in DMC Devil May Cry by Ninja Theory. Um, notably, the... The way you can embed summon swords in the enemy and then teleport to them. Mm. And I think there's a couple other moves that are from DMC. Uh, and they've also added a, a new concentration mechanic, which is this meter. Uh, you may have caught glimpses of this in the trailer, but it basically it's a, it's a, it's a meter that fills as you uh, stand still within close proximity of the enemies and attack land attacks and don't do attacks that miss. So, I mean, the basic concept there is fight efficiently and calmly. So, like, you sort of, like, place yourself in the midst of all these enemies and then don't ever whiff an attack or run around, like, needlessly. Or get hit. Right? Uh, or get hit. Yeah, okay. And then your meter fills, and once it's full, you uh, you get stronger, and you get, like, this cool visual effect, and you get access to, like, a crazy uh, screen-clearing kind of move. So that's super fun. Uh, then there's Trish, who uh, you may remember from throughout the series. She was she first appeared in the first game, in the first cutscene. Uh, throwing a motorcycle at Dante. <laughs> <laughs> and she's no different now. Yeah. No, she does not. She does not throw motorcycles. Uh, but oh, the the, cool. the concept uh, behind Trish was to sort of simplify the controls, uh, but not in not in a watered down uh, like filthy casual kind of way. It's actually <laughs> quite novel what they've done. Basically, she doesn't switch weapons the way the other characters do. Um, so relative to other characters, uh, it's is relatively few. 
buttons to manage, but she still has a very robust and super fun move set. She's actually my probably my personal favorite of the three right now. Um, and uh, then there's Lady, who uh, is returning from Devil May Cry 3 and 4, but she's playable for the first time. Uh, and she's all about long-range, firearm-based combat. Uh, she's got her Kalina Ann, which is like this sort of Swiss army gun. <laughs> it has a built-in uh, like grappling anchor thing, which uh, basically functions in a way uh, not not exactly like the Devil Bringer that Nero has, but uh, comparably, and that's how you'll deal with like the traversal sections that you needed Nero for. Um. Um, so uh, she she feels super different from the other characters mm. too. Now, She's does does Trish have any of her moves from like Marvel Three? Yeah, actually, I would say uh, it seems like they're taking a lot of inspiration from her Marvel Three rendition. Yeah. Uh, you, you're you're gonna recognize a lot of moves, I think. Um, mainly, she fights she fights with uh, the Sparta sword, which is like that big honking. Uh, it looks like a great sword from uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter, but it can sort of extend, kind of like a switch axe from Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, and then she does hand to hand stuff, and she has like. A yellow lightning effect, and she can do like Again, from dive Monster kicks Hunter. that catch kind of like enemies. Charge from Monster, <laughs> kind of like a charge blade. Monster Hunter. <laughs> she can lay shock traps. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that was a thing. Actually, in, in, uh, kind of true. It was actually a thing in uh, Marvel Three. There was like uh, these trap moves that she would do and trap the opponent in place. Mm, that's yeah. That's They're still that Pico is back. Room. And she has two pistols, which are like ebony and ivory. But uh, it's cool because she just kind of like. Uh, like summons them into being in her hands, and then they pop out of being mm. when she's done shooting. Are these available from the start, or you gotta unlock them? Or? These are available from the start, um, so you can choose your character up front. Uh, there is a caveat: uh, Trish and Lady are one game in the same way that Nero and Dante were one game. So, uh, Lady takes on the Nero stages, Trish uh. takes on the Dante stages, and and that's because of the traversal right. conundrum. Uh, Virgil, it's however... Star Trek episode. Yes. <laughs> the traversal conundrum. <laughs> uh, Dante, uh, not Dante, uh, Virgil can play through any stage from mm. start to finish, and uh, not only is that cool because you get to play through all the stages, but um, that also means that you get to, for the first time, not counting Marvel... Uh, fight Dante as Virgil. We've seen you fight Virgil as Dante before, and in DMC3 Special Edition, when you play through the game as Virgil, you just fight Virgil with a red coat. Oh. Uh, <laughs> perhaps a bit of a cop-out, but what can you do with the tech? <laughs> uh, so this time you get to have a, a legitimate Duel. fight between uh, Virgil and Dante, and also Virgil and Nero, for that matter. Hmm. And uh, all these characters are playable in Bloody Palace, of course. Man, I so, can't wait. Other features, there's Legendary Dark Knight mode. This was available on the PC version uh, that came out uh, back in the day. But basically, it's just uh, it's just a mode that's extra hard, and it dumps like a ridiculous number of enemies on screen. Uh, you'll be astounded the first time you see this. So, yeah. There's also <laughs> Turbo mode, uh, which is also returning from the PC version. Enhances the gameplay overall by 20%. Uh, Speed that is, so uh, if you are a if you have the need for speed, this is the <laughs> mode for you. Enhanced visuals, we've got 1080p support, and the textures have been upresed, and uh, of course preserving the game's 60 FPS frame rate. Uh, there are also some bonus costumes and skins on the way. Uh, we'll show those off a little further down the line. 
And uh, there are a number of minor tweaks to the game's tempo and balance. Uh, just things they've cleaned up, which we'll also have more info on a little further down the line. And that's the gist. Uh, I do intend to stream the game, as I did with DMC Definitive Edition. Uh, and we're looking at that kicking off at the end, the very end of April and then throughout May. And what I would like to do is stream one of the characters each time uh, for five streams. Uh, but I'm definitely curious to see what characters you guys want to see the most so that we know what order to do that. Uh, I do think it would be a little silly to start this campaign with Dante or Nero. Uh, right. hmm. But I do want to show them, too, because they're s super good. <laughs> well, I would actually want to see uh, Trish now that you, that you mentioned that mm -hmm. she was your favorite. So there's my vote. I also vote for Trish. <laughs> But uh, there's really no wrong choices here. Because it's always nice to see, you know, see and hear somebody talk about something that they actually like and care, which mm -hmm. is the whole point of these streams, too. Well, you know, uh, another thing that I I think deserves mentioning, as I've done before, is that uh, with the PS4 and Xbox One versions, uh, you'll be able to share your gameplay clips with the push of a button, basically. So mm. we are ushering in a new era of style videos uh, that does also mean sifting through more scrubby videos, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll net out positive in the end. <laughs> so look forward uh, to that too. I, I know that's a that's a, a native feature that's a given for all games on those consoles, but I think it bears special mentioning for this type of game in particular because it's a big deal. Yeah. Well, I think on on PC as well wasn't a wasn't there like a opt in sort of prototype streaming thing on Steam where you oh just yeah. Like if you opt into that, you're technically streaming all the time, and your friends can watch it. It, it was yeah. Well, weird, I figure you know if you uh, if you're a PC gamer, you probably have your ways of streaming things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that may not be news. <laughs> uh, but on that note, though, uh, I actually just shared a, a clip on on uh, Facebook for uh, my own account uh, from Devil May Cry Definitive Edition, mm -hmm. and like tagged Greg. So yeah. it's kind of fun it was not like it's not stylish by any means but it was just like i was excited by the ability of doing it you know yeah oh it's great it's yeah like, when you just anytime yeah, you I catch just, anything like remotely interesting you just yeah. like boop Got i did it. this thing that was maybe 2.5 percent cool i'm gonna sh send it to greg just because <laughs> i can <laughs> but uh spam his facebook wall <laughs> <laughs> the game will also have trophy support for the first time if you're a playstationer the game, the original game, predates trophies yeah. <laughs> on the PlayStation Three. Uh, so they they added in something comparable, but it was just like a you know it was it was cooked into the game, but not uh, cooked into the the hardware. And right. now for the first time, we have proper trophies, uh, and they've also re reworked some of the achievements as well uh, to reflect uh, some of the new content. Mm. So. 
I do think it's worth uh, bringing up that it, this is a very unique time for Devil May Cry, where uh, we're we're still promoting DMC Definitive Edition. I want to make that clear. We are still promoting that game, which uh, has had a very strong launch, and uh, we're seeing some awesome uh, video content come out. People doing those Gods Must Die runs, Must Style. Ooh. Holy cow. Wow. So we're still promoting that, and we're also promoting D, uh, DMC4 Special Edition. And we have two live titles right now, and when they're both out, uh, that there'll be a lot in people's hands, you know. So I, th- I think it's actually a great time to be a Devil May Cry fan. No, no matter how you like your Devil May Cry, there's something for everyone. And I just I, we, we talk about this a lot in different contexts, but I think it's worth mentioning that the existence of one thing does not necessarily prevent the existence of another thing. We hear this a lot where people be like, you know, Quit making re-releases, do sequels instead. But it's also, I mean, for both of these, it's we feel like people missed them both times. Yeah. Uh, especially DMC4. It's so long ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Even those who maybe played it when it initially came out maybe haven't even thought about it in years. Mm-hmm. You could have graduated high school and been out of college almost by now yeah, that's in the true. time that has passed since DMC4 came out. So, that's true, and it blows my mind. Yeah, I it's think nuts. that's what happened. That's to me. my favorite way to blow people's mind about the passage of time, <laughs> because everyone knows high school, and you're like, you could have already been through hi- freshman Wait. year of high school and gone all the way through and blah 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 college. When, when did DMC four come out? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Very oh. Early. Okay. So four years would be twenty twelve, and you'd be graduating high school. No, 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 no. What, what I'm thinking is, uh, no. Okay, that that doesn't help. Cool. Sorry. Great. <laughs> Great. Um, but yeah, it's not. But it works because I did me, graduate for college. For DMC, it was always it <laughs> was it was like Ultimate Spider-Man or Ultimate X-Men. It was like Marvel never said this is in place of yeah. regular Spider-Man. This is a thing that is also happening. Yeah. And well, and in general, it's important for companies, IPs, human beings <laughs> to occasionally try Go and outside. innovate and oh. explore beyond their comfort zones. You know, it's that's, good. that's just a reality. Sometimes it's a successful venture. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's sort of a mixed bag. Uh, but it's always worth trying to go outside your comfort zone and try and do something innovative. Mega Man is the perfect example of this. This is uh, the king of reinvention, is yeah. Mega Man. Uh, and it's just something that, I guess... Uh, I don't know if people questioned less or if there was just less of a venue, you know, forum to to do so vocally at the time. But things like Mega Man Legends are complete deviations from what had preceded them. And then over time, they just kind of be, became accepted as part of this broad, multi-legged right, yeah. IP, uh, which is great because in theory, in Ninja Theory, <laughs> the more the more people you reach with an IP, the stronger the IP. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, then it can live on and on. I mean, Resident Evil fits in that as well mm-hmm. to to a different degree, but there's horror games, there's action yeah. games, there's on-rail shooter games, there's uh, all uh. kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, in the grand scheme of reinvention, I don't think DMC actually deviated very much from yeah. Devil May Cry. It's, still a, it's an action-adventure game where you use the combination of guns and swords to take on enemies in a stylish way. It's the same elevator pitch. I'd like to think there's room for both of these things, and I also would like to think that 
if one of these things really interests you, then there's a chance that the other thing will as well because they're quite similar. <laughs> yeah, they're both. They're also both great games at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I, I intend to be playing both of these games throughout the year. Talk about some of the things that are different between uh, DMC and DMC4. If you came into the the series with DMC, oh, that's a, yeah. Um, that's a angle. So obviously the you know the character designs are different. The it's a different uh, it's it's a parallel universe, if you will. The canon is a little different. Dante is a half human, not half angel. Uh, but in terms of you know the way the game is structured and things like that, the classic Devil May Cry series is is sort of born out of the classic Resident Evil formula. So you have these pseudo open worlds uh, where you're you're usually in some kind of gothic setting. Uh, you've got fixed camera angles, more or less, and uh, there there's an element of exploration. It's not a linear experience as much as DMC was. It's more about uh, sort of finding your way, and there there are sort of simple puzzles, including platforming puzzles, uh, and you know finding the key items. Hmm. Uh, so it Giant does blades. like when as you're playing it, even in four, I think you get a definite vibe that this is a this was born out of uh, classic Resident Evil games, especially if you play it uh, like shortly after playing remake. <laughs> see, I think you'll see a lot of the similarities. Um, and then the combat, uh, I think you'll find, has sort of a different weight to it, uh, especially because uh, the classic <laughs> games emphasize the use of the manual lock-on so much. Mm. You sort of, you're sort of locked into battle with individual opponents more. I think DMC was more about sort of repositioning yourself and repositioning the enemies constantly, so you're kind of like jumping all over the map like a soccer ball. <laughs> and uh, Devil May Cry, it's more like a bunch of... Short, fast boxing matches, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and the aerial combat was obviously much more emphasized than DMC. So you have this sort of floaty, light-footedness, and the old game or the older games, you sort of have this weight, and you you can stay in the air, but it's a much more challenging thing to do. And it wasn't really an emphasized feature of the game; it was just a thing people kind of figured out you could do if you're if you got s- the skills. Yeah. I think uh, to to your point, like that boxing match thing, it's very apparent when you're running around, and like the instant you hold R one, mm-hmm. you lock to an enemy, but then he he's not running anymore; he's now walking. Yeah, locking so on uh, by design makes you go into a slower stride. Yeah, um. uh, but I will say this though: if you if you come in, if you are exactly the type of person that we described that came into the series with DMC, the uh, Devil May Cry. Uh, I think Nero is probably the best place to start. Hmm. Yeah, uh, w- just you know, we well, don't have the five characters, and you know Dante, but Nero, I think, is the closest one to new Dante. Well, and I think that uh, they've also Nero to begin with was designed as uh, a a newcomer character t- mm. uh, to appeal to newcomer players, uh, and that's true both canonically and in terms of his 
his action mechanics. You know, he's he's like this new youngster where Dante is now this old grizzled veteran guy. Uh, <laughs> and Dante's combat is quite a bit more more complicated. Um, Nero still has a lot of depth, but uh, again, there's no there's no weapon switching. He has uh, the sword, the Red Queen. He has the pistol, uh, and that's basically it. Uh, oh, but then he has a Devil Bringer, and he has a Devil Bringer, which uh, uh, is not a weapon you switch to. It's like his special move, which is it's a, his enchanted hand, which allows him to uh, grab and do uh, contextual throws on enemies. I definitely recommend experimenting with Nero, though. He's super cool. That that Red Queen is probably one of my favorite things in action games. It's a, it's a sword that uh, you can rev up. <laughs> and uh, the way it works, the game kind of glosses over it, but this is this is super important to Nero. Is when you hit L2, uh, as you're slashing, you can do this with any slashing atta- any sword attack. Um, if you hit it with the right timing, it will make the next move... Uh, like a charged-up version of that move, yeah. so it goes faster uh, and it hits harder. And you can you can chain these together. So you power up that next move, and when you do that powered-up version of the next move, if you time it right again, you can power up the next move, and so on. So if you get really good at the timing, you can just be always charged up. Yeah, I was talking to a, to a friend of mine who really likes DMC Four, and he and he heard of a uh, special edition, and uh, he he made some remark about only half the game being good because that was the half with Dante. And I was like, wait, Nero's fun, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you have to like pause and then charge the sword because you can rev it up mm-hmm. in- independently of, of doing slashes. <laughs> and like you have to break away from combat to charge up your sword to then in- re-engage in combat. I was like, no, man, you, did, <laughs> you weren't doing it right. This is a horrible <laughs> oversight. And that's, yeah, but yeah. it is, like, you I remember combo. <laughs> I kind of overlooked it, too, my first time. And uh, so I do think it bears repeating. Like, this, like the, the proper way to get into Nero is to, to be charging while attacking. Don't stand there and charge like a doofus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yuri's friend, Greg. <laughs> yeah, what's his name so we can shame him? No, not on a podcast. I right, uh, sent him five nasty emails about this. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, also takes place uh, second latest in the storyline. It's Whoa. yeah, so it's three one four two. Yeah, so two is still after, uh, but it's after one before two. Let's not worry about two. I'm just saying for <laughs> for if you came in if brand new, you, like, if you want to get really philosophical, you could say technically it's DMC three one four two. Uh, they are separate Whoa. universes, but DMC is clearly telling the story of a younger yeah. version of Dante. Um, so, yeah, Dante in this game is older. He's sort of this veteran guy, sort of has this wiseness, wisdom about him. <laughs> Some sort of wiseness he has gained. Sort of a wise acre. <laughs> I'm, I'm told that this is the most attractive, uh, sexually attractive, sorry, version of the character. <laughs> Not gameplay attractive? Not Well, actually, so to, to talk a little bit about Dante. Um, so Dante's style system from Devil May Cry 3 returns, if you, if you didn't play Devil May Cry 3. Basically, he, he had uh, a set of different fighting styles. And the way it worked was you choose a style, uh, and then you have a style button, which is circle by default. And that gives you access to uh, moves for that style. So one of the styles, for example, is Gunslinger, which emphasizes use of guns. If you hit Circle, it does a special move for each of the guns. Uh, then there's Swordmaster. If you hit Circle, it does a special move for each of the sword. 
uh, or each of the melee weapons. And, and there's more to it than that. Like if you hold, if you do a stinger input with circle, you do another move, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in Devil May Cry 3, you used to have to choose your style at the beginning of a stage or at a checkpoint, and it was like choosing a loadout, so you had access to one style at a time. In Devil May Cry 4, uh, you can switch styles on the fly with the D-pad, uh, and there's five total. So uh, this opens up all kinds of potential, and it makes Dante uh, kind of an intimidating character to, to get into at first. But when you watch the things people are doing with Dante uh, in these sort of combo showcase videos, it is astounding. I, I do think this is sort of the bar setter for this genre as uh, Dante's mechanics in this. It's, it's just There's just so much depth there. You could explore it for the rest of your life. Wow. And uh, share it all on video form. Yes. Hopping into the community question, last week we asked you, what do you think about Virgil in DMC? Was he was he even wrong in the end? You obviously have your big showdown and uh, hurt him a lot, but uh, was he wrong in his thinking, you know, trying to, spoilers, uh, <laughs> liberate humanity only to then rule over them? Uh with the reasoning that uh, they cannot be left to manage themselves. They'll resort to infighting and squabbling about who, which hairstyle is better, etc. <laughs> <laughs> we got some good answers. HMI on Capcom Unity says, Neither Virgil nor Dante were wrong. There is no single right way to lead a rule, as to govern is to choose. Choose not for yourself. Uh, choose not for only yourself or for your ideologies, but for the greater good and on behalf of all. Of course, that is easier said than done, as no government will ever be perfect. Virgil's role would be that of a dictator, which would eventually cost people's free will. Dante's would be that of an anarchist, hence the outfit, where <laughs> free will would lead to chaos. In the end, it is a pick-your-poison situation. Dante, however, has faith in humanity. It's a very well-tempered response. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And then Captain Witwicky says, "I'd say Virgil moves like an artificial intelligence. That in the end, the AI concludes that to help humans, they must either be ruled or be eliminated. Since he's a higher form than humans are, he believes his moves are just, and he's entitled to it. He is Nephilim, wow. after all. It's like iRobot. So I think there's some depth there uh, that y bears a uh, meditation on." Maybe Dante is the bad guy. In which case, I recommend Virgil's downfall. <laughs> this week, we ask you, who are you looking forward to playing as most in Devil May Cry 4 Special Edition? Remember, your choices are Nero, Dante, Lady, Trish, and Virgil. I don't want to see any smart-alecky answers. I want to play as Kratos. <laughs> or I want to play as Kratos. <laughs> uh, I think I might play Trish like you were saying like it just seems like that's a, a good entry point I'm I mean <laughs> put enough Dante already I don't need to jump right into that I'm fighting the urge to like gush about Trish because like I was so like I didn't really know hot. what to expect <laughs> when I well yeah but I didn't know what to expect <laughs> when I started each of these characters but uh I guess 
Trish, I had the least idea of what was coming, and uh, it's just super, super fun. Uh, that said, there are no wrong answers. All the new characters are great. All the returning characters are great. Uh, so let us know who you're looking forward to most. And by extension, uh, if you have thoughts on the order that I should stream these characters, I'm curious to know that too. I don't want to uh, anger people anymore. I have thoughts on the order of the sword. Uh-huh. Ah, <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. I'll give you that one. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I, I think... Uh, well, I actually played with a little bit of, you know, p- possibly four and a half hours that I played of Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I did play as Trish because I really like the trapping mechanics mm-hmm. with the shock traps and switch axe, both for Monster Hunter. <laughs> but the... Uh, so I'm l- really looking forward to playing as uh, her, but also Virgil. Uh, I think he's... I hear he's yeah. pretty popular. I was so excited when yeah, so Itsuno-san, the director, uh, who was returning as director for Special Edition, he did he wrote a PlayStation blog, uh, which I translated by the way, uh, and he gave that shout out to DMC Devil May Cry. He said we've incorporated elements from that, creating the definitive version of Virgil, mm. the definitive Virgil. No, yes, Cut. doesn't work. <laughs> so uh, yeah, be excited. And keep listening to these podcasts. Thanks, guys. (laughs)